We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. They're ugly, mean, and they do lots of damage. The State Department of Natural Resources outlawed feral pigs, that is pigs that are not considered to be native. With over 2 million hogs in Texas, we're not going to barbecue our way out of this problem. So pigs and piglets on small family farms are now illegal and considered invasive species. This species is, is not native to the Western Hemisphere. These animals were introduced here by man from the old world. The number of feral hogs we have is so excessive in many places that simple control by hunting or trapping is not enough. I think that's foolish thinking we can't barbecue our way out of this situation. <laughs> Wouldn't too. that be sweet? How are we going to solve this? Kingsford. <laughs> That's it. You know, a little match light. Okay. Yeah, and on today's show, is dedicated to the feral hog and those that like to lay the smack down on them. I'm just going to spit this out real quick. What's I have that? absolutely no reservations, no qualms whatsoever about smacking a pig. Are you None. talking about, like, a lot of ribs or what? Well, yeah, like, just my, my favorite thing in the whole world to eat, okay, is, is a pulled pork sandwich. That is it. I love that. that yeah, I'm serious. And that, that's what you call smacking a pig? No, I'm, I'm serious. I would walk up and smack a pig. <laughs> I would. Anyways, and this week's Ram Power Block. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we'll hear from Dr. Jack Mayer, who's from the uh, Savannah River National Laboratories in South Carolina. Plus, joining us on the Ram Hotline will be Addictive Hunting's own Dustin Bergen, Dr. Chris DiPerno, Travis Fortner with ProVail Camouflage, and the Pigman. How can you not like a guy named Pigman? <laughs> yeah. uh, this is kind of cool. Unless you're bringing him home to mom. Uh, you know, he should hook up with old uh, Man Cow. Man Cow and Pigman. <laughs> they could have a whole farm. <laughs> they could take over the world. Uh, anywho, Frank, do you have any like uh, fun, crazy fact music? Kind of vague. No, this is perfect. All right. So, did you know? Not yet. Okay. A sow. A female pig. Female pig. Okay. Um, she can, in 14 months, she can have three litters, okay? In each of those litters, under the right circumstances, I'm guessing, all right? Uh-huh. I, I would think it would have to be, like, perfect, the moonlight and everything. <laughs> um, Lava lamps. White chocolate. <laughs> um, they can have, possibly give birth, up to 12 piglets in each litter. That is 36 pigs. Do the math yourself, Jim. That is 36 pigs apiece per sow in 14 months. 
That is a lot of pulled pork sandwiches. It is. That Are you going to eat all those? A lot of ticks, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of strange things. A lot of come. strange things happening there. Anyways, as Jim said, uh, Mr. or Dr. Jack Mayer is joining us uh, once again at 785-846-7647 in the Ram Power Block. Dr. Jack, man, how's it going, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Now, is that a correct figure there? 36? Well, it, it has been documented in captivity. We've never documented that in the wild, but physiologically, these animals are capable of doing that. Uh, okay. Uh, but- we've got we've got sows that have been as young as... Three months of age when they've conceived, and they what? an average litter size of six. Three, three, three months. months. Oh my God, that's you know whoever said that bunnies do it like <laughs> crazy. We should be you know these the people are doing it like wild hogs. Well, um, you know if you look at other mammals, their size or larger, there's nothing else that can compete with a wild pig. I mean, they just outdo everybody. That is absolutely crazy now what is I'm, I'm trying to pull up some statistics real quick Holy now cow. It, they estimate that there's five million wild pigs right now is that correct in america in 37 states that's that's probably a reasonable estimate if you go okay. through and add up all the minimum and maximum estimates for each of the states where these animals have been reported you get a range of about two to eight million and so right now the the average comes out somewhere between five and six. Well, there has to be between five and six because annually, every single year, they do $1.5 billion worth of damage. Oh, actually, I think that's a conservative estimate. It's really? A lot more than that. If Are you, you if serious? You, if you look at just the vehicle collisions, the, the, the really the dollar value of the vehicle collisions to our you know property damage to our vehicles and personal injury to us, it's between forty-five and fifty million dollars every year here in the U.S. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, now, now, how long has it been that this been a problem like it is? I mean, you know, back when I was growing up, we never heard about wild hogs, and now all of a sudden, that's all you hear on the news. It was a movie a while ago. Well, up until nineteen eighty-nine, the populations in this country had been fairly stable, but basically, what happened after that was these things became the second most popular big game animals in North America, second only to. White. white-tailed deer in numbers yeah. harvested every year. And people that didn't want to drive south to hunt these premier big-game animals very quickly figured out this is something they could fix. All they had to do was go get a trailer load of pigs and take them to where they wanted them, turn them loose, and pigs did the rest. Yeah, Unfortunately, that's completely illegal in all 50 states, yeah. but that has uh, slowed very few people. Yeah, yeah, this has got to be one heck of an invasive species, then. Uh, it's reported to be one of the most the 100 worst uh, invasive species on the face of the earth. Yeah, Jack, okay, let, let's just be, like you said, conservative here. Let, let's say an average pig, all right, in each litter she has six pigs, okay? That's 18 a year. If we wanted to manage these, I mean... How many would we have you, to pay? You would have to, like, diminish over 50% of the population every single year, wouldn't you? Well, actually, it's more than that. The really? intensive population modeling that we've done tells us that it's more like 70 to 75 percent. How could you, that you do have that? You to remove every year of the population. And oh, that's my just, that, they, gosh. You know, that's, that's off the charts. You just That's something that's not easy to do by any stretch of the imagination. You know, let's talk, you know, like they passed the Senate Bill 1751, which authorizes citizens to use electronic tracking devices while employing the services of the Judas pig to help locate and capture or kill um, an entire herd of pigs. I mean, that's like, you know, because it's illegal in Oklahoma. If you capture pig, you have to um, put it down. Okay, but now if you put these tracking collars on there, Jack, as you know, you can actually release these so you can follow these pigs back. 
I mean, that's kind of an, an ingenious idea. It is, and it does work. But again, it, it, it's just not taking the number of, of animals that we need to take. If you've got a population that you've really knocked down the numbers and you've kind of you've kind of got them on the run, you can use the Judas pig technique to try to mop up those last few animals that are left. Yeah. But as a standalone technique, it just doesn't take the numbers you need to take. Yeah. Now, the thing is, they're, they're a herd animal, right? I mean, they, they, they're very... They are a social animal. Social. Uh, the basic social unit is a sow with her young. And you can have uh, multiple family groups, uh, several sows with their collective litters. Uh, mature males tend to be solitary. So what you're focused on from a social perspective are those uh, single or multiple family groups. Sounds like sister wives. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't think he really wants to go in depth about that. All right, so we, we've come to the conclusion, okay, that um, they're an invasive species. Uh, things are getting out of control. What can we do to eradicate this problem? Well, at the moment... Uh, primary thing we need to do is not make it worse. People yeah. don't need to be out there turning these things loose. Uh, not only are they breaking the law, but they're not helping the situation. We've got enough of them out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would encourage hunters to take them. Uh, but again, that's kind of a double-edged sword when they when they find out what great game animals they are, that, you know, <laughs> that that sword cuts both ways. They're a, they're a valuable game animal in many people's minds. They're also a destructive invasive species. So well, you know, it, we, we talked about this earlier on, but uh, actually the wild hog does make good table fare, doesn't it? Absolutely. And oh, yeah. Can you imagine if you were able to harvest all those, all the ribs you could have? Oh, my gosh. You could be Ribzilla. You could be Ribzilla. <laughs> now, I you got to correct me if I'm wrong on this. You know, doing a little research, it's interesting, okay? Uh-huh. I love hog hunting. Can they root? I You know, I know they could root a couple foot. I've been reading a lot online, Jack. They said they can root up to three feet deep. Actually, it's a little bit deeper than that. It's more like four feet. We've, uh, <laughs> we have uh, found uh, what I call bomb craters here where the pigs are rooting down. <laughs> Apparently, they've been able to, from the surface, smell some resource down there, some food resource, be it a, a fungus or whatever, and they, they have directed rooting where they've gone down up to about four feet. My yeah, we actually gosh. had one of our timber cruisers break his foot when he fell in one of those holes. Really? really? You sure they're not after truffles? Don't they do that in France? Well, that's, that is a fungus, subterranean fungus. And, you know, <laughs> pigs have been documented to be able to smell odors emanating from 25 feet below the surface. No kidding! Something 25 three to four feet. feet down would be a no, you know, wouldn't be a challenge for them. Yeah. yeah. Now, we all remember the, uh, the pig on Green Acres. How smart are they? Uh, they're easier to house train than puppies. The ones that we've raised <laughs> really? in our house. So. Really? That's Can you imagine I, having I, Hogzilla in the living room? Imagine smacking on the end of those with a newspaper. <laughs> no bacon. Man, that's crazy. Now, Jack, if we want to find out more about you, but um, hog. Uh, where can we find you guys online? Uh, probably about the best place to go. Uh, Mississippi State has a, a web page that's called Wild Pig Info. Okay. Really? And I would just search under that. And that's collectively, that's probably about one of the, the best sources of online information you can get. Hey, we've been talking with Dr. Jack Meyer, and this guy knows everything about hogs. That's right. Now, you really, the easy thing to do is just hop on Google, type in his name. That'd be a great way to go about finding out informa- uh, more information. Hi, we're the Revolution. We're brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Plus, what is wrong <laughs> with you? Oh, my God. You look like a pig. <laughs> Holy God. I wish you guys could have seen his face. Get your don't do that. It's freaky. Anyways, uh, I don't know what I want to say. Now, we're brought to you by Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at H-I-M-T-N Jerky. No, uh, dot com plus Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com and NBC Sports Outdoors.
That is www.nbcsports.com forward slash outdoors. But Dr. Jackman, uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on and filling us in about Wild Hogs, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Oh, my pleasure. All Hey, if you're looking for a place to go hog hunting, you got to go to this next place. It's Addictive Hunting's Dustin Bergman is going to tell us all about it. It's Bergen. <laughs> well, his cousin, Dustin Bergen. Bergman. Is it Bergman? It's Bergen. Bergen? Anyways, we got to get to a break. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to hey, Dustin. DB. Coming up next. Make a stand and serve your country with pride by eating more bacon. It's the Revs 2012 Hogwatch with Jim and Trav. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or roany or buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition, like wild man, or roller, or bad bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts. Glory. Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Are you looking for a new pair of binoculars that you can count on? Check out the new Zeiss Conquest HD. A revolution in design, ergonomics, and optics. The all-new HD lens system offers clear and crisp images with true brilliant colors. And are covered by Zeiss's five-year no-fault policy. Check out Zeiss.com sports for more information. High Mountain Seasonings. The world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Or on the web at www.himp.com. Jerky.com. These two lunatics. <laughs> You're on the revolution with Jim and Trev. Don't breathe. <laughs> Stop it. Why do you breathe so heavy? Anyways, you're back on the revolution. Phone lines are open. 785-846-7647. Give us a call. Dr. Jack Mayer. What a guy. I like that guy. He's really smart. Uh, he talked about back. a pandemic. A uh, pandemic. Not an epidemic. Epi- it's epidemic. Bigger, much bigger. Is, Think bigger. Yeah, more centrally. Centrally located. Pandemic is like. And we talked about it. all barriers. It could be centrally located on a national basis. <laughs> 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 like, okay. The, the pand- world according to Travis. <laughs> the <laughs> pandemic of feral hogs in the United States. Uh, we're going to sing a song real quick. Hold on. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. If you're hungry for a hunk of fat, juicy meat, do you want some too, Jim? <laughs> what? Ah, wait, here it goes. I'll wait a little longer. Yup, yup, yup. For some bacon. Yup, yup, yup. Here comes eating. Yup, yup. You can be a big pig, too. Is that how that really goes? That's the Lion King. Yeah. Sorry, the Lion my, King? I dropped my pen. Is that, is that a new movie? <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, we are talking about uh, feral hog hunting on today's show. And right now we're being joined by Mr. Uh, Dustin Bergen. Yeah, he's with Addictive Hunting out of Oklahoma. Yeah, hey, uh, Dustin, uh, how's it going, buddy? All right, how you guys doing today? Hey, pretty good. You know, I was actually reading a, a couple press releases, uh, Dustin and Jim. You know, down in Texas, this, this is no joke, last year they actually started hunting hogs from helicopters. It's legal to do that. I didn't know you could do that. Did you, Dustin? Yeah, I did, actually. Really? Uh, somebody- Somebody had contacted me asking what we thought about that if they tried to pass something like that in Oklahoma. 
And uh, for us, it wouldn't. I don't think it will work out for us because they. The way I think they get away with it is they they uh, included as they call some it's like an extermination really more than like a hunt. like a hunt like a like a sportsman sort of hunt. So oh, really? It wouldn't really work out for us. It, it would no doubtly be fun, but uh, I don't know. And you start <laughs> talking about uh, you know some of the people that. Uh, that are my relatives back in the backwoods. You know, I don't know if I want them on helicopters or guns. <laughs> there you go. There That'd you go. Like be Rambo. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Addictive hunting. Now, you you guys put on a weekend operation, a hunt for about a dozen guys, and uh, tell us how the uh, hunt develops. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, we have about a dozen guys come out on Friday afternoon, usually about one o'clock. Uh, we'll get everybody settled, uh, help them unload your gear. Uh, we'll give everybody a quick uh, pre-hunt brief, safety brief of sorts, and let them know how we do things out there, and you know, little tips and tricks and tactics that we like to uh, like we like to suggest. And then uh, we'll take everybody out. We primarily hunt stands, so we'll hunt uh, the Friday evening hunting stands, and then uh, the next morning we'll hunt stands as well. Uh, usually Saturday afternoon we'll go and do a push for some of the guys who want to do that. Uh, we'll also do some spot and stock if we're able to, uh, really? if we get the time to do that. Sure. Yeah. And then we'll hunt the Saturday evening hunt and then we'll, uh, wake up on Sunday morning, eat some breakfast and, uh, do another quick morning hunt. And usually the guys are uh, about on the road by lunchtime. Oh, well, now two questions real, two parter right now. Uh, where exactly are you guys at in Oklahoma? And in Oklahoma, do you actually have to have a license to a hog hunt? Uh, well, we're out of Geary, Oklahoma, which is okay. about four to five minutes west of Oklahoma City. And uh, in the state of Oklahoma, if you're on private land, uh, you don't need a, uh, a hunting license. That's not a bad deal. Okay, now, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, now when we're talking about land, uh, now are we talking about postage stamp size or how big is your operation? Uh, we're talking, uh, we've got a 15,000 acre property, <laughs> which, uh, oh. which works out to about 24 square miles worth of property for no more than a dozen guys per weekend. So you own <laughs> half of Oklahoma is what you're saying. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a working cattle ranch, and we uh, we just hunt on it. So, yeah, that is uh, awesome, man. That is that is cool. Now, so you don't have to worry about stepping on somebody uh, when you're out there. Everybody's got, what, uh, two, three, four miles? Yeah, you'd, you'd be lucky to see another soul if you were out there by yourself. Now, real fast before we go on with this interview, uh, if we want to find out more about you guys, uh, Dustin, where do we have to head to online to do that? Uh, you can check us out at addictivehunting.com, and we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash addictivehunting, and we try to do weekend updates on Facebook to let everybody, everybody know how we're doing out there and see some pictures from the cell phone and stuff like that. Yeah, now I'm reading some totals. This is outrageous, Dustin. Uh, just totals this year, uh, total hog count is 132. You guys have harvested, though, since 2008. This was posted, it says uh, last month, uh, 1,000 hogs. Since That's right. I just ran up those today, and I was oh yeah. Well, actually, uh, this year's total count. The last two weekends, we haven't updated the website. We're up to one forty-two now, Dang. and so yeah, that brings us to about a thousand and uh, I believe it's fifteen hogs now. Yeah, hey, that's more hogs than I've dated. I don't know about that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so your success rate is pretty high then. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. We our uh, our average hunter ratio. We usually have. Uh, Usually around ten guys. We've had we'll take up to twelve, uh, but uh, we average over all that time. It's it's usually around eight hogs per weekend. Now, how much does it cost for that weekend? And uh, tell us about accommodations and uh, and food and so forth. Okay, well uh, the deal is it's uh, four hundred dollars per hunter, and that'll get you a whole weekend at the cabin. Um, you know that's the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday hunt. 
Um, it'll get your first hog, and we don't have any trophy fees or any guide fees of any sort, so you can shoot a hog any size you want. If it's 500 pounds, it's the same as if it was 50 pounds. So uh, that's a pretty good deal, and there's not a lot of other uh, hog hunters in, you know, in general that uh, offer that kind of deal, and especially for wild hogs. None of these hogs are pinned or trapped or snared or anything like that. This is all a fair chase hunt. And the accommodations, it's a nice cabin. We got electricity, running water. We got 12 bunks at the cabin. It's got a grill wow. on the back. It's a regular, regular house. You know, we got a nice living room, a kitchen, uh, two bedrooms, bathroom. Again, running water, electricity, all the creature comfort. Now, say if I went hog wild and I wanted to shoot a second hog, oh, that was how bad. much would that cost? That was bad. I, I just want to throw that <laughs> That'll That'll be $50, and again, no trophy fees. So That's it's it, 500 really? pounds, it's only 50 bucks. What's the largest hog you guys have taken? The largest hog we've taken was a, uh, a 540-pounder that actually my dad shot a few years back. Really? That is Holy massive. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a few years, a couple years ago, we actually had three or four weekends in a row that we had like five or more hogs shot that were over 300 pounds. And we'll, our, our average hog size is around 200, 250 pounds. But yeah, we'll, we'll shoot a few each year that go over 400. Yeah, so one more time, actually, we're coming up on an ad break, Dustin. If we want to find out more about you guys and book a trip, yeah. Uh, where do we have to head to online to do that? Uh, you can go to AddictiveHunting.com, and you can also check us out at Facebook.com slash AddictiveHunting. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Dustin Bergen. He's got a great spot down in Geary, Oklahoma. If you want to take a hog and uh, give him a call. Yeah, think about that. I mean, you harvest a 400-pound hog, 500 pounds. That is a lot of meat. Yeah. That'll be a lot of good eating right there. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. At RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com. You can smoke one with a Ruger. And then a High Mountain Seasonings, little seasonings to put on it. High Mountain Seasonings, that's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com and N-R-A blog, N-R-A-Blog.com. Hey, Dustin, buddy, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Hey, no problem, guys. Take care. Thanks for having me. Hey, stay tuned because coming up next is Hawk Doctor Chris DiPerno. You fumbled there on your own words. You stumbled. I stumbled. You fell down. You scratched your knee. <laughs> Chris, you need a band-aid I, doctor. Dr. Chris DiPerno, two doctors, one show. That is amazing. Yeah, that's a next. record, too. Yeah, stick around. Revolution. Oh, yeah, baby. Come here, cutie. Hey, come here. It's the Revs 2012 Hogwatch. Did you hear what I said? I said, come here. Yeah, you like that, huh? Come here, daddy. Stick around. Oh, you look so good. With your pimps, Jim and Trev. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. Hogwatch 2012 on the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. 
So I had a few minutes over the break to uh, uh, find a little pig information. You are really have... quick on pig stuff. Yeah, we're going to have a little pig trivia 101. Are you ready for this? Okay. Okay. You ready? Uh-huh. All right, here we go. <laughs> a wild pig can live up to 25 years. Is that uh, pig years or is that the real years or what? Is there like pig years versus dog years? I don't know. Yeah. Do they? I is would think that would years? be kind of real years. I, I would think so, too. Yeah. Because if that was, let's say, dog years. They would be like three and a half when they died. That, <laughs> that would be a short life. Well, if I got a 375 Ruger, it's uh, going to be true. All right. Anyways, a, a potbelly pig can only live uh, 12 to 15 years. Now, you would think that being um, in captivity, uh-huh. uh, they would have a longer lifespan. But no, it's not true. Now, your classic regular pink piggy, wiggy, whatever you want to call them, the pink pigs. All right? yeah. They only live 10 years. Be it like That's a Yorkshire it. pig. Is that what they call yeah. them? Yeah, I don't the, know that much about The pink them. ones. Yeah. Kind of whitish. Pink. Is that your classic? Like when you go get your hickory smoked bacon, thick yeah, slice to the grocery store. Is that really usually? Yeah, I think so. I think right. so. That's kind of cool. Uh huh. Little trivia there. Uh, anyways, uh, before the break, we're here for Mr. Dustin Bergman. They're uh-huh. addictive hunting in Oklahoma. But uh, Frank actually has a uh, clip queued. Let's take a listen to that. The revolution with Jim and Trav. I know that they're a nuisance for most people, and I know that they're a hardship. But I like them because. You know, then I get to go hunt them. I wish, you know, the population wasn't out of its control like it is now. You know, it, it does hurt people that I know. My uncle-in-law is a farmer, you know, and I feel bad for him for the damage and the loss that he has due to the hog. Now, see, everybody has different opposing views to the wild hog population. What's an uncle-in-law? I don't, you got that, too? <laughs> yeah. I never heard. That's my uncle-in-law. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be like your husband's uncle or... Yeah. Why would you just say uncle? Yeah. Anyways, our phone lines are now open at 75-846-7647. And right now we're going to kind of dive into more or less the harmful side effects. Or we're going to delve you know, into bacteria. Oh, yeah. I like to dive into something. <laughs> Usually head first. Yeah. Um, I'm like a swimming pool full you know, of bacteria. Like Brucellosuis. I think that's how you pronounce it correctly. Right? Yeah. That's how it like looks. It. Anyways, uh, we're, we're going to talk about harmful bacterias. Uh, that that are, can affect a hunter. Yeah. And so right now we are being joined by Mr. Uh, Chris DiPerno, and he is the Associate Professor of uh, Forestry and Environmental Resources at North Carolina State. Mr. You said Chris, that in one breath. I was really trying to impress this guy. <laughs> Mr. Chris, how's it going, buddy? Good. It's good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, um, this Brucella suis, is that correct? Yes, Brucella suis. This is a very harmful bacteria. It's okay? a bad stuff. And if you get this crap, uh, literally, you're going to probably feel pretty crappy the rest of your life. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely can impact the domestic swine and human health uh, negatively for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Now, the thing is, this Brucella suis, and are there any other bacteria or any other viruses, if you will, that will transfer from hogs to humans? That, is there a direct transfer sometimes? Well, yeah, there's, you know, there's th- definitely different uh, zoonotic diseases that people can uh, get. Uh-huh. From improper handling of, of feral hog carcasses, you know, there's Toxoplasma gondii is another one that we've actually looked at. Uh, there's uh, Trichinella, um, which we've all heard of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, trichinosis. And most, of, and most of those, you know, are 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 due to improper handling of pig carcasses. Should this deter us from actually going out there and hunting these uh, feral hogs, Chris, or do we just really need to take certain precautions? so that uh, we don't contract any of these diseases? Well, what we've told everybody is we definitely need to have our hunters taking uh, proper precautions. Yeah. Um, And they need to understand that there is a risk of exposure to these zoonotic diseases. 
uh, during cleaning and during meat consumption. And, and we've seen that in a lot of the areas we've worked where, uh, gosh, when we started this four or five years ago, no one was wearing rubber gloves. No one was wearing eye yeah. protection. And now... Now they're wearing it, so I, I think uh, I think the word is getting out. Yeah. Now, is it because of the contact of skin with the blood and bodily fluids, or is it something that you get uh, via breathing? What? What? How does this affect you? The bacillus suis contact with open cuts okay. and uh, fluids from the actual pigs. Um, it, depending on what we're talking about, you can also get it through improper cooked meat. Yeah. Uh, and and consumption that way, but. What we are really concerned with is yeah. the transitional and organic farms. You know, mm. we're seeing that push all over the country. You know, eat organic. You know, eat free range. Well, pigs <laughs> don't fence real well. Pigs are extremely <laughs> smart, very smart. And if you drive through some of those transitional operations, I mean, there's feral pigs that can come and go at will. And really? you know, if the feral pigs have it and they're con- in contact with these transitional and and, uh, and we're even concerned with the, the big domestic productions. Here in North Carolina, we rank second in the country in, in uh, pig production. Wow. Huge, huge uh, industry, very important to the economy in North Carolina. And we really think that the domestic industry needs to be aware of what's going on in, in, with the wild population. God, just think about it. if these production um, facilities. facilities were infected, the mass chaos there could be. I mean, it would be a pandemic. What, huh? what is it, Chris? I know we talked with Jack. There's five to seven million. Uh, I think that's what he said. Uh, feral hogs in the United States and the way they, they reproduce. is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you got to hand it to these guys. They're, they're very, <laughs> they beat uh, the bunnies. Uh, prolific. <laughs> they're good at it. Um, <laughs> they so, are. So yeah. You, you know, we've heard those numbers, you know, so two points. Uh, your first point is yes. If if it, this gets into the domestic swine operations, North Carolina could lose their uh, oh, international man. and national pig markets within 48 hours. It would Serious? be devastating to the economy. Holy as God. far as the reproduction, feral pigs uh, populations can double in between six months and a year. Um, <laughs> they can have three litters in 14 months each, and that can range from four to 14 piglets. Um, not a whole lot of natural predators. We've really done well at eliminating those. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, And they, they mature very young. They have a really high reproductive potential. Yeah. So the upshot from this whole interview is the fact that if you're going to go out there and harvest a feral hog, uh, you need to use uh, rubber gloves, latex gloves, uh, possibly a mask. Would you consider a mask as well? Um, you know, definitely wear eye protection. Um, definitely wear gloves and a mask is not a bad idea. Yeah. But uh, Chris, if we want to find out more about you and maybe possibly if we could pick your, your brain personally through an interactive website, maybe you guys have, where can we find you guys online? The best way to get a hold of me is just, you know, through my email, Chris underscore DePerno at ncsu.edu. Um, also we have, uh, you can just go to ncsu.edu and that's North Carolina State University's. And just type in my last name, and it'll take you to my homepage, and you can find all these manuscripts on there, and you can read all you want about feral pig diseases. You bet. Hey, that was uh, Dr. Chris DiPerno, and uh, this guy knows a lot about hogs. That's right, and you just spell his last name, D-E-P-E-R-N-O. And Chris DiPerno, once again, he is the Associate Professor of Forestry and Environmental Resources at North Carolina State. This has been very interesting, but uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T and Jerky.com plus Zeiss. 
at zeiss.com forward slash sports. Mr. Chris, man, thank you so much for being on The Revolution, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. And if you ever need anything, give me a buzz. Alrighty. Smartest man I ever saw. <laughs> That's right. Hey, coming up next, we've got Travis Fortner with Provail Camouflage. You're going to like it. Stick around. Revolution. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs, specially designed for game and fish. Try our 16 different shaker seasonings and look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our Just Add Water meals for all your summer camping needs. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. This show has gone to the hogs. It's the revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here are the boys. Welcome back to the Make me tired talking to United Airlines. Quit yawning. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, speaking of airlines, uh, the past three minutes over this last ad break, uh, Jimbo was trying to cancel his flight. His plight is his flight. He can't make it this weekend. They have great music. Rhapsody in Blue is a great song when you're waiting I think, online I think that for United so, Airlines. It is so stupid. You already bought the plane ticket, okay? And now that you can't make the flight, they're going to charge you 100 bucks. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I've they, said that several times. You can tell that the government is involved <laughs> yeah. with all this. They're back uh, at this whole thing. Anyways, this it's is a conspiracy. This is the Revs uh, 2012 Hogwatch. And uh, just before the ad break, we heard from old Chris D. Perno. And uh, what are our phone lines? Hey, our phone is 785-846-7647. Yeah, I'm excited. Coming up next, we're going to have the Pigman. Pigman! Great cool. guy. Yeah, take a listen to this. The revolution. Oh, you know, uh, scratching and living out over here, starving like a hostage. <laughs> Big man, he's interesting. Uh, anyways, uh, real quick, I want to read you guys something. The term boar is used to denote an adult male of a certain species, including, confusingly, domestic pigs. However, for wild boars, uh, it applies to the whole species. What? For example, wild boar sow or wild boar piglet. I or wild boar boar. Bora Bora. That's it. That's kind of crazy. I, seriously, I didn't know that. Yeah, and you say pigman's coming up next? Yeah, pigman. Big man! Big man! If he had a party, would it be a big party? Should be. Ooh. He's stinging. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, I remember one time I told him he was uh, personally responsible for the swine flu outbreak. <laughs> he didn't like that. <laughs> he took exception to that, I think. <laughs> Anyways, uh, right now we're being joined by Mr. Travis Fortner. I like yeah. him. Uh, with Provel Camouflage. Got some great camo. Yeah, Travis, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, now this is a brand new camouflage uh, you guys came out with. And this is really cool. It's actually hog skulls, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just um, all different kind of high detail views of uh, hog skulls. Yeah, yeah. And and, and that's a, that's really kind of an interesting pattern because I would think that from a distance it would just blend in with the background. Yeah, actually, you know, if you stand, you know, even a few feet away, it does really it becomes more of a camel pattern than you know a collection of hog skulls. So it's it's actually. You know, effective enough, especially for hogs. Out hog hunting. Yeah. Now the pattern is actually called the Reaper hog. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We've got a full series of we have the Reaper series of patterns that we've developed, and yeah, we have Reaper buck, which you know is more of a traditional sticks and leaves with uh, buck skulls in the back. Really? And yeah, so we're doing all kinds of cool stuff with 
skulls and skeletons and you know it's been fun now real fast sorry jim before we get farther into this so people can kind of get a visual of what we're talking Follow about along as we talk uh where do we have to head to online uh to find this stuff um you can go to my site it's Provail.com, P-R-O-V-E-I-L. Provail. And, uh, we've got a full full stable of patterns there that you can check out. Really? Okay. I'm going to do that yeah. myself Why, Jim asked you a question. Now, you have a water transfer that uh, you can actually put this pattern on your rifle if you'd like, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the water transfer process is basically the way that they put camel on guns that you see out in stores. But, uh, um, you know, you can... Uh, have any gun or, you know, your ATV wrapped or whatever you want. And uh, you can get our films through TWN Industries and their website. If, if you want to find a different near you that, uh, to do up your gun or, or knife or whatever, uh, you can contact them at watertransferprinting.com. I'm actually on your website right now. Look at you. First of all, you really got to hop on your uh, website. Once again, go to www.provail.com. That's P-R-O-V-E-I-L. Dot com and you got some wicked patterns on there, dude. I, I was on your homepage and I scrolled over the where it says it's here Reaper Z. I'm like scared to crap yeah. out. I think I, I think I tinkled myself yeah. a little bit, Travis. Yeah. But no, real fast, you got you click on the your patterns up there at the top of your website. You got Reaper Hog, Reaper Buck, the Reaper H two O, Reaper Woods, Reaper Black, Reaper Z. This is some cool stuff, man. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. I worked hard at it and uh, we're finding some success. You know we're kind of trying to step out of the one size fits all camo and make stuff that looks as good in the bar as it does in the woods. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we just want it nice in the bar. Because I hate to change when I'm out in the woods when I go to the bar, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. And then if I tick off the wrong guy, I can now hide, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's Precisely. I mean, it's perfect. Now, say yeah. if I have my rifle and I don't want to do it because I might mess it up, can we have you guys wrap it for us? Yeah, for sure. Really? Well, actually, you know, you contact TWN, and and you know, I'm in Wisconsin, and there there are dippers, as they're called, or decorators that carry the film and do the process all over the country, and uh, so they'll find someone near you, so you don't have to, you know, ship your gun across country to have it done. Now, here here's what you do. Basically, you would submerge. Let's say I'm going to do a tackle box. Okay, I would submerge yeah. my tackle box, and then you put this pattern on top of the water. Correct? It kind of floats. And then yep. as, as you raise that tackle box out of there, the pattern basically wraps around and covers the tackle box. Is that, in essence, right. how you do it? Yeah, I mean, it's so cool. I've I've actually watched something on, like, Discovery Channel. Really? I mean, it looks yeah. really simple to do, Travis. Yeah, it's a really cool process. Super, um, you know, it, it can take a lot of use and abuse once it's, you know, clear coat and everything. And it, it adds a really cool finish and kind of personalizes your stuff. Yeah, well, we've we've got a guy uh, in a in little town about sixty miles north of us. Dion Herenic does this yeah, type really? of yeah. He does the water transfer. I didn't know that. Yeah. That is really cool. Now, how how big um are the patterns? When let, let's say okay, I'm, say I wanted to wrap Travis. Could I do it? You let's could. work on my tackle box first. <laughs> if if I wanted to wrap a tackle box or you know let's say a gun case, um, how much would that cost? You know, I don't know prices, and I think it kind of varies from one dipper to the next. You bet. That's cool. All right, one more time, man. Uh, Got to go to www.proveil.com. Travis, this is really cool, man, but uh, 
We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus NBC Sports Outdoors. That's NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors and Ruger at Ruger.com and NRA blog at NRAblog.com plus Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. But uh, hey, Travis, man, uh, thanks so much for coming on and uh, telling us about your, your all new line of That's camo fly. Cool. Way, Wild hog. Way better than real tree. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Travis. Thanks so much, buddy. A lot. Thank you guys for having me. Love yourself. Hey, coming up next, we've got Brian Waka, the Pigman. Pigman! Coming up next, Pigman. <laughs> Continued coverage of the 2012 Hog Watch is less than three minutes away. <laughs> and it's brought to you by Ram. <laughs> There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks. Chrysler Group, LLC. Just because a hunting or fishing trip is unpredictable doesn't mean dinner has to be. Take control and use Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Hogwatch 2012 on the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. All right, so this is kind of cool. Uh, right now, a special uh, treat for you guys, especially for uh, Jim and I. Uh, Miss Piggy just dropped by the studio here. This is awesome. She heard we're doing a hog show. I like the old guys. Uh, she wanted to stop by and uh, give us a little insight on, so I don't know what. But anyways, Miss Piggy, what's maybe some advice that you could give our lady listeners? You know, we got a lot of lady listeners out there. Uh, what's maybe some advice you could give them about really reining in their men? You know, keep it controlling hold on them like you do Kermit. Well, well, let's see. Um, Well, let's say... Your man is uh, a little bit of a commitment phobe. Well, you know, I mean, most men are. I mean, we kind of we're afraid of commitment. I don't like commitments. No. Yes, they they tend to be that. Well, um, I always say the best defense is a good offense. Meaning exactly what? Meaning if he if he won't commit, you just keep being offensive. Oh, Pigman! <laughs> Pigman just wasted. Took her out, Miss Piggy. Pigman <laughs> did his thing. You wild man! You welcome back to the show, buddy. Welcome back to the rev. Hey, man! How are you guys doing up that way? We are doing pretty good now. Pigman, the series. All right. Um, you must have had a little fortitude here. I mean, and a lot of knowledge because hog hunting is totally just blown up, and you were kind of like in front of this whole parade well, as all this happened. You're, you're a prophet yeah, up there. You know, I, I tell you, that's interesting. Because uh, I generally, uh, rule of thumb, doing radio interviews, I'll go into a little tirade about that. But, you know, today I'm feeling, uh, actually, uh, my kid's pretty much the smartest kid in the sixth grade. And I uh, just found that out this morning. So, uh, you know, I'm doing something right down here. So today I'm going to take it easy. But, yeah, I am. You can, people say, well, you know, you're kind of uh, egotistical, this and that. Think back when all this stuff started. 
I've been called the pig man for 12 years. Well, basically what has happened, gentlemen, is I have mainstream pig hunting. There is a lot of imposters, but there's only one original. That's it. That's it. Well, you know, you think about this. I mean, a man that makes his career out of just hunting hogs, you, you got to be a man. That takes so a man's pigs, man. So little time. <laughs> now, real quick, we got to give a shout out to the Pig Nation. And for anybody out there that doesn't know what your web address is, and they're not following you on a regular basis, uh, Pigman, where do we have to go to online to do that? First of all, I would say to uh, find a psychiatrist. Second <laughs> of all, I would say uh, that'd be pigmantv.com, and uh, I'm all over Facebook as well. And look, guys, for sure, look, this ain't an infomercial. If it was not for my sponsors, I would not be on TV, so that's who you need to give the shout-out to. I have a host of great sponsors. You can click any of those links on there and support them because they support me. Yeah, now on Hog Nation, do you call the kids piglets? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, come on. Now. You can't be calling people kids piglets. I think, some kind of lawsuit. I think that's kind of cool, though, honestly. Yeah. Now, well, you know, you guys are fans, too, and, uh, you know, the, the, there's one question that's just burning me up over here what's in that? Texas. Why the hell ain't you guys got pigman tattoos yet? What's going on over there? That's that's the next on my list this week, and after about a case of beer, I'm gonna get one on my chest. Yeah, I'm Tell gonna me get one. Exactly what your location is, Colby, Kansas. Well, I will send somebody over that. Place. <laughs> you send somebody <laughs> over, we'll get her done. The show. <laughs> <laughs> now, real quick, we were talking to um, a gentleman. I don't remember his name. Uh, yesterday, Pigman, and uh, he was talking about he, they were hunting some big pig. It was like 500 pounds. Okay, they shot him five times. With a three seventy five H in H, okay. Now these are bad shots, or that's a one tough animal. That is one tough animal. What caliber do you recommend when you're out there hog hunting? Well, uh, guys, you know, uh, hydrostatic shock is a whole lot of killing any animal. But you know, they have that giant shield, and uh, to kind of reconfirm what he's saying, I've shot a pig that was shot with an arrow, a great shot. And I chased him for about a mile, and I shot him six times with a four fifty Marlin revolver. Holy and, uh, cow! Before, and and when I, we when we finally killed him, I shot him behind the ear. Yeah. And when we caped him down for the mount, none of the bullets went through the shield into the body cavity. No. Now, I will say that was before I started shooting Hornady. If you're serious about hunting dangerous game and big game, Hornady is the only choice of ammunition to use. And I'm telling you that because it's super hot and the bullets stay together really really well any heavy caliber gun i'll do now the 375 incident i couldn't tell you exactly what happened other than they was probably shooting the front shoulder oh you yeah. know and that's yeah. not going to ever you got to get in them lungs a lot and that's the one tip that i can give everybody out there that goes all cutting do not crowd the shoulder shoot dead center of the pig and you'll cut both lungs and it's over mm, yeah yeah next thing you know it's groceries <laughs> but, well, the next thing you know, the pig will be laying up there knocked unconscious, and you'll grab his leg to drag him out, and then you and him will be nose-to-nose, nose, and we'll have something else to talk about. In my case, it'd be snout-to-snout. Snout. <laughs> exactly, snout-to-snout, snout, and uh, helicopter-to-helicopter. You'll be flying right on into the local hospital. Yeah, now, I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, we're, we're having fun during this interview, and obviously, you know, you're a really fun guy. But, like you said, this is dangerous game, and you have to be careful and really keep your wits about you, don't you? Well, especially, and, and people will say it's got a lot to do with the animal being wounded, and I will agree that that's 70% of it, but yeah. there are times, especially when you, if you're a dog hunter and you're chasing them with dogs, you know, once a pig, and once a pig gets to the end of the road, yeah. the only form of protection that he has is charging and them teeth, much like a snake is with striking. It's the same thing. Yeah. And a lot of times, and I just had the guys down from Carbon Express, uh, VP of sales over there, Eric Eastman, 
shot a pig. We chased him down. And what I've learned over the years is once you close the distance on a wounded pig, what I do, especially with a handgun, is I chase them down because if they hear you coming behind them real fast, they'll stop and want to turn to fight. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you'll get that second shot. And just you'll see it air on the show. I, as soon as I got there, my cameraman hollered, the pig's here. And as soon as I walked in there, I had a Beretta 9 millimeter and just what I had handy with me at the time. And it, I shot the pig, shot him eight times. Oh, wow. The last one was right in the top of the head, but total of all was 13 slugs in this pig before he hit the ground. And when he, when he slid, he slid right up on my foot. So you'll see that coming up. And that pig was, uh, yeah, yes, to answer your question, I circled all the way around it. But yeah, most of the time, a pig will want to run away. But if you put them in the position, they will hurt you. <laughs> I think if I ever go hunting with you, I want to be like 40 feet behind you in a tank. <laughs> yeah, you should. And helmet and goggles. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> and taking notes. All right, one more time, Mr. Pigman. We're actually coming up on an ad break. If we want to find out more about you and hop on board with the Pig Nation, where do we have to head to online? PigmanTV.com or SportsmanChannel.com. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Brian Walker. He is the Pigman on the Sportsman Channel. That's right. And we are the revolution. We are brought to you proudly by Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com plus Cabela's. World's foremost outfit at Cabela's.com and NRA blog. That's NRAblog.com and NBC Sports Outdoors. You got any more? That's www.NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. Mr. Pigman, keep on oinking. The pig guy. The pig man. And uh, thanks for coming back on, buddy. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take care, guys. Alrighty. The Revolution. Oh, yeah, baby. Come here, cutie. Hey, come here. It's the Revs 2012 Hogwatch. Did you hear what I said? I said, come here. Yeah, you like that, huh? Come here, daddy. Stick around. Oh, you look so good. With your pimps, Jim and Trev. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. The next generation of Zeiss shooting optics has arrived. Conquest Duralit, a new category of 30mm rifle scopes that combines outstanding image clarity with uncompromised German precision. Available with standard reticle number 6 or the superfine illuminated red dot reticle number 60. And Zeiss's five-year no-fault policy. Check out Zeiss.com sports. Share with us your tricks of the trade when it comes to food plots and radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Anyone looking to purchase a 2012 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon has one thing in their mind. A burrito! No capability of off-road adventures. Ooh. Now, the Jeep Wrangler Rubicon excels off-road in traction, ground clearance, water fording, maneuverability, and articulation, proving it's capable on the world's most demanding 
terrain. Really? Yeah. Now, it is quite obvious, okay, that the brand new Jeep Rubicon, they're really trying to appeal to, let's say, off-road and city life. Okay, because this may be, you know, they added some amenities that has never, uh, Jeep's never even heard of. They didn't even know what a heated seat was. That's right. This baby comes with a heated seat, has heated mirrors. I mean, I mean, this has everything. They're really appealing to those. Let's say you're not, you're not always going to be jumping rocks and trees and bushes um, all week long. That's for a weekend play. You know, a lot of time you're driving in the city and you're dodging cars, okay? You want to have a warm butt, all right? <laughs> That's what you want to have. Um, you know, I mean, it still has all that cool stuff, and they've added some it's things. It's got like, navigation. It's got a lot of things. Uh, like the disconnecting sway bars. That is oh, cool. Locking cool. rear differential. No, the sway bars, you actually push of a button, can remove them. And it has a whole bunch of added safety features. I mean, this brand new Rubicon, I got to say, um, put up two thumbs real quick. Okay. All right, we give it four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. However, just because some amenities have been added, that doesn't mean the Wrangler Rubicon has lost its practical outdoor off-road features. Hey, you can find out more about the Jeep Wrangler Rubicon at www.jeep.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 367 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Jack Mayer, Dustin Bergen, Christy Perno. Did you say that right? Christy Perno, yeah. Travis Fortner, and... Big man. All right, so we are Jim and Trev. So stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. Have a great weekend, boys and girls. Be safe. God bless. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.